0: Hello, travellers, and welcome to Tales from the Dark Dragon's Inn, Season Two, Episode Five: A City of Strangers. This month, our Patreon hit its first goal, so starting the suite, we're aiming for goal number two. Once we hit twenty-five patrons every other month, we'll invite three patrons at random to join us for a one-shot, which will be recorded and released under our side quest banner. All tiers will be eligible, and this will be in addition to all the standard rewards for whatever tier you pledge to. In addition to this, all supporters get access to patron-only channels on our Discord, and we've recently released our first poll in which you can influence the future of the Scales of Justice through our Foe and Counter poll, which we plan to run every other month. And that's not all! Twice a week, for patrons only, we're sharing private letters from player and non-player characters that further develop individuals and the world in which they live. Coming soon as a part of this, entries from the Doomsinger's personal travel journal. Everything I've listed is available for just $1 a month, so if that sounds good to you, head over to patreon.com forward slash darkdragonsin and join the rest of our travelers. And now, on the show! Hey there. Back again, I see. Come on, let's get you settled, shall we? Good evening, travellers, and welcome to tonight's show. Before we get started, I'd like to extend our personal thanks to Ran Calvin, a fellow patron of the arts, and now a patron of the Dark Dragons Inn. We welcome you with open arms. Your name will always have a place in these halls. Trail Invictus the Hero a victim of fate. Mix found her sister just a little too late. Many questions lay bare in that roughshod town square and our heroes could do not but wait. The crowd is swarming you guys and they are celebrating. People are trying to get A close look at the gore, but also (laughs) trying not to get too close to the gore. Typical car crash curiosity. People really, really want to see this fucked up scene, but they also don't really want to get too close to it, just in case they end up like Toby.
1: I attempt to make a call and start back, everyone. Please. Marin, you start trying
0: to push people back, and it's not too long before the crowd starts getting hustled. Not... By the scales of justice, but by a small group of armored people. Varying races, they appear to have black armor with an eagle's claw emblazoned. The apparent leader of this group is an orc woman. She strolls up towards you. She approaches you, Murren, because she saw that you were trying to keep the crowd at bay to prevent anybody getting grossed out or you know seeing too much or potentially ruining a crime scene or something I'm not really sure what his goal was but she approaches you Hell, fine work fine work all of you uh thank you for your services and uh for saving the lives of the citizenry your your efforts are appreciated my name is ogda and she offers you a gauntleted fist i'll take it I'm Morrin. Well met. Yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you, Morin. Fine, fine work you've done here. So, I am Ogda. I am of the Black Claw Company, and we serve as the law in this city. I am commander of Wormsrock. As of right now, I am the marshal of the Black Claw here in Baldur's Gate. Well, uh, trail... Invictus was somewhat of her marshal, but I suppose I am... I am the marshal now, and the Watch here was supposed to be responsible for her safety. They should have protected him, but as they failed to do so, we are indebted to you. Please, um, meet me at Wormsrock, where we can have a proper introduction. You you could be of great service to our city, you and your ilk. I, I hope you do not disprove my... Good appraisal of you, but you'll find I can be a valuable friend. With any luck, the watch will be here soon. Please, feel free to take your rest. You've done more than enough here.
2: Thanks.
0: As she said all of this to Marin, she looks over her shoulder as she's saying this and sees that the watch is arriving. And she looks around at the rest of the men that are with her and she puts her hand in the air, does a spinning motion, and they all form up and walk as a small regiment out of the crowd and the watch arrives and they start trying to organize and disperse the citizenry.
3: I'll take it at this point. Whilst this person approached Murin, mix was still being crowd surfed. So I'll take it at this point. She gets put down by the crowd. and
0: Yeah, well, once the watch starts trying to disperse people, you're replaced on the ground. And when you're being crowd surfed, you get jostled a lot. And as you're being put down, you feel your cloak being tugged at. And you notice it, Just because of the fact that it's a little bit more persistent than you would expect for someone putting you down. But then your feet are put on the ground and you look around and most of the people that were carrying you have put you on the ground and are no longer paying attention to you. They've walked away.
3: I'll be looking under my cloak in case there's something small that's got caught.
0: Or You, you look around at your cloak, uh, you look under your cloak, there doesn't seem to be anything of note and you curiously put your hands in one of the pockets of your cloak and you feel something in there. Uh, It seems like a small note.
3: I'm gonna take it out and read it. You take out the note. It
0: is very obviously, very hastily written. It says, My name is Imberlin Scrooned. My master bids me to discover who took Trails' life. If you wish to save Baldur's Gate from the rot within, meet me at the Three Old Kegs. I will be there until four bells.
3: After reading this note, I run over to Marin and I, I don't say anything, but I just show them the note. Tabby is just. Picking bits of flesh out of his
0: hair. So as you're showing this note to Murren, one of the guardsmen that has just showed up, who's wearing very plain chainmail, uh, walks over. And he's got a steel cap on. What's that then?
3: None of your business.
0: I saw that you were talking. You were talking to the the Black Claw. Uh, what, what business have you here? And he's looking around and he sees Toby covered in gore. What happened here?
2: Um. Well, your town hero was attacked by some. Bloody and turned into a weird flesh monster.
0: (laughs) He looks at you... Right. She turned into a...
2: Did both of the corpses explode or was it just one of them?
0: I think they both exploded from what I recall.
2: Is there any remains at all?
0: Yeah, because Mix exploded them both. (laughs) With magic.
2: So there's no evidence left. I mean, there's definitely
0: gore everywhere.
2: Aside from gore, because I think that just makes him look like a murderer.
0: There's at least one of them has mutilated weird fleshy limbs that are very obviously not of this realm, as it were.
2: I indicate to that.
0: And what did you all have- what were you doing here? Why did you get involved? Look, I i don't mean to be rude, but this is all very suspicious that you should show up to save the day when, um...
1: Well, I think we just happened to be at the right place at the right time.
2: Or the wrong place at the right time.
1: Certainly didn't look like it was part of the show.
0: Uh-huh. And you are, sir. And he takes out a small piece of paper and a quill.
3: Before Maren has a chance to answer, Mix puts her hand over his mouth. Who are you? What gives you the right to question us?
0: I am the captain of the watch.
3: You're doing a really poor job. Look, did <laughs> you, you, no one step in you're, to bring-
0: You're looking a lot like you are wishing to be taken in to our. Guard station for further questioning, is that the case?
3: Burning eyes glaring at him because she's very angry. You are a hobgoblin, don't forget.
2: Oh yeah, you're still disguised.
0: Just to remind you, you look like a hobgoblin. You do not currently look like Trail's sister.
3: I am going to snap my fingers and return back to my normal appearance.
0: He looks visibly startled and then immediately suspicious. Right place, right time, you say, huh?
2: We actually just got here today.
1: It was a complete coincidence, I assure you. Mmm, I can see that.
0: He says, looking at Mix.
3: I was looking for my sister, and let me tell you, that is not what I expected to find. I want answers.
0: I think perhaps you all best come with me. You notice also that the guardsmen that came in with him that were dispersing the crowds are now slowly moving towards you. Not weapons drawn, but hands on their hilts.
3: How many are there?
0: Seven guardsmen, because they were sent to control a large crowd of people.
3: So the rest of my party would see me looking at them and looking at the rest of them and trying to figure out if we could take them. Because Mixer's not in the mood.
2: (laughs) I think we should just go with them. We can probably clear this up, and I have some questions of my own.
0: So the guard that you are looking at is a bearded Asuma. My name is Oscar, and if you will come with me, I'm sure we can get all of this cleared up, and we'll send someone to get that cleaned up. Um, If the family resemblance isn't just another coincidence... I'm sorry for your loss. Now with me.
3: Before we follow along, could I search the remnants to see if there's anything that I recognize as belonging to my sister? Anything that would confirm that she was indeed
1: here? Can I just say to the guard, could you give her a moment with her sister?
0: <sighs> Very well. But he nods to one of the guards, a dwarf who wanders over Chorak. Please watch that she does not take anything with her that should not be removed from the scene. Chorak nods. Thank you. And he wanders over with you, Mix, to the creature that you recall your sister transformed into. What are you looking for?
3: I'm looking for a broken piece of quartz that was turned into a pendant that me and my sister would have probably fought over when we were a kid. And grandmother, in all her wiseness, decided to patch them up and give us their two halves to try and teach us a lesson and also the importance of sisterly bonding and whatnot.
0: So you sift through the gore and you find... The remnants of the plate mail, you go on stage and look through the remnants of the plate mail there. Because when they transformed into these creatures, the clothes and armor they were wearing burst and fell away. So the flesh that you were fighting down on the ground wasn't wearing anything that would have been on the body. So you go up on stage and you sift through the bits and pieces that you can find there. You don't recognize the plate mail, though the plate mail did have the eagle claw all in black. You see the bits and pieces that Trail was wearing. You don't find any sign of a pendant. It's possible that it's so small that it was flung from the scene, or that it simply got broken during the transformation. It's possible that it slipped inside the stage, maybe, down a crack, but for as much investigation of the area that you can see, you do not find any sign of This pendant that you feel like Trail wouldn't have forgotten about or left behind. Probably.
3: Okay. That will satisfy them.
0: But then she didn't tell you she was part of a mercenary company fighting for the city of Aldersgate either, so...
3: Yeah, but that satisfies something for now.
0: Maybe her attachment to you just wasn't as strong as you thought it was. The uh, dwarf who's watching over you nods. Sorry for your loss. Must be Mm -hmm. very hard. But thank you for saving the people. I only regret that we did not get here on time.
3: You and me both, buddy.
0: He looks slightly ashamed.
3: Full out glowering at him.
0: And genuinely remorseful and sympathetic towards your loss as he perceives it. The guardsman indicates for you to leave with him.
4: She follows him compliantly. I will also follow. I'm following and
0: keeping very quiet. You are led through the city towards the Watcher's guardhouse. On your way there, you notice repeatedly, as you pass various alleys, there appears to be a goblin that is pursuing you all. And... They're doing their best to not be spotted by the guardsmen that are with you, but also doing their best to make sure that you see them. Unfortunately, they're focusing so much on the latter half that they're doing a really poor job of hiding. And at some point, one of the guards picks up a rock and tosses it at the creature. He runs away, and you don't see him again on the journey. A goblin who has the lower half of its face bandaged and... When you see it in the alleys intermittently, it's making hand gestures at you, but you in no way are able to discern what they're trying to communicate with their hand gestures. With the exception of the time when this guard throws a rock at the goblin, you arrive at the watch house without incident. You're led inside, and the Asmar guard, who reported that he was the captain of the guard, leads you into a side room. Now... Why don't you all tell me exactly what you're doing here and what happened, as you recall it?
2: We're here to meet Akin Serborn from the Order of the Gauntlet. Hmm.
0: Never heard of him. There's no one from the Order of the Gauntlet here. Not as far as I know. No, the Order of the Gauntlet don't operate here. The dukes wouldn't allow it, really.
2: The dukes?
0: The dukes who run the city. They control everything here. It's the city belongs to them they are of the high council they run things so the order of the gauntlet would mostly just be getting in the way unless somebody hired them which is possible i suppose but if that were the case then i would know about it
4: it's entirely possible we may have been lied to or misled
0: yeah no there's there's no order of gauntlet here the uh the council of four wouldn't allow it no i'm, uh, I'm afraid you may have been misled so
4: regardless upon entering the city we saw this fire and then I just hand over the flyer with a picture of Trail on it.
0: Yes, uh, Trail Invictus, she's quite the hero. or well, was, I suppose.
3: Can you tell me more about that? What did she do? I mean, that's part of why we were headed towards the show, I guess.
0: You really must be new in town.
3: We literally arrived today.
0: It's our first day. It's an eventful day, then. <laughs> um, well... Uh, Trail Invictus was the marshal of the local chapter of the Black Claw. I believe you met their lieutenant shortly before we arrived.
1: Oh, you mean uh, Ogda? Is Was that her name?
0: Yes, Ogda is her name. She's a very diligent woman. I'm sure that she will be grieving with her men tonight due to the loss of Trail. As for what she's done, well, the same things all wall heroes do, I suppose. She fought our enemies and kept the city safe when we needed her most. In fact, it was the return from the most recent uh, excursion that was being celebrated. She's been away for some time. But if you are family, I'm surprised you do not know of this. How is that possible?
3: You'd have to ask her.
0: Well, I'm asking you, given that she is gone.
3: I don't have the answers. I'm, frankly, quite upset because I didn't know about any of this. She didn't take the time to tell me or our grandmother or, you know, let us know she was alive. That would have been great. I mean, ignoring the current circle, I don't know anything and I don't understand why I don't know anything.
0: Well, look, I'm I'm not here to settle family disputes, and indeed it doesn't look like there's any way that I can. Huh. I could... We could potentially... No, oh, no, it's too late now. It did occur to me that we could have a priest commune with her spirit, but I'm not sure that would be possible after such a transformation. And indeed, I believe the time has passed already. I'm sorry that you didn't know more. It is awfully... Unusual that you should arrive with so little knowledge of your family on such an auspicious day. However, coincidences do happen, I accept this, but it doesn't make it less strange.
3: Believe me, if I'd known this was going to happen, I wouldn't have been here.
0: He's not sure what to make of that. He doesn't respond. Uh, You say you're looking for, um, Akin? Uh, Like, like Akin? Akin? Akin like A C O N A K I N Akin? No. I mean I'll I'll put a put the word out, I guess. If there's someone from the Order of the Gauntlet here, uh the Four will want to know.
1: But you say that, that the Order of the Gauntlet have no presence here.
0: They have no jurisdiction. The Council of the Four run the city and
2: Is there a reason why they don't like the Order of the Gauntlet?
0: They wouldn't want anyone trying to enforce laws outside of the ones they set. Baldur's Gate takes care of itself. It's not subject to external influences or beliefs. There's much that happens within the city that citizens of other towns and different orders may feel differently about.
2: Is that why the mercenary band of Black Claw is here?
0: What do you have against the Black Claw? They are an enforcement group. They have protected the city for decades, if not centuries. Just curious, is all. Baldur's Gate itself does not have sufficient manpower and its own armed forces to maintain appropriate control of its borders. It's why the wide the, it exists, it's why the outer limits of the city are continuing to expand. It's an uncontrolled sprawl at this point. Controlling its borders simply is not possible. The Black Claw serve as the armed, well, arm of the city and of the Council of Four. So, yes, the Council of Four, they like to run things. They like to keep things smooth. They make the laws. They enforce the laws. We enforce the peace. And... External forces trying to exert control over what is not theirs are not welcome within the city limits. This is why when travelers bring their goods, they are forced to abandon their carts and simply begin the journey anew, thus paying the appropriate tolls, or sell their wares here. Keep the city alive, the trade. Hmm. What do you know of this person that you are looking for? And why do you seek them? Why do you seek the Order of the Gauntlet here in Barber's Gate?
2: Not a lot, actually. This meeting was set up by um, another acquaintance of ours.
4: We're just meeting them here and then progressing onwards. We're not planning an operation here. We didn't realise the Order of the Gauntlet were allowed here. we were under the assumption that they were, because that was the easiest sort of signifier we had for finding them.
0: I see. What exactly is it that you're doing? Heading on where?
4: Long, long road to Waterdeep. Where the great university awaits. The great libraries. And I just tilt my head back and gaze into the ceiling, looking extremely greedily and
1: happily at the port. This guy's is waiting me out.
0: Waterdeep, huh? Okay. Well, look. I have two corpses on my hands and a group of strangers looking for someone who doesn't belong here. I think maybe you guys should spend the night till we have some real answers from you. And he gets up and begins to walk out of the room.
1: I guess we have a place to stay for the night. Hey, I
0: see you reaching for the skip
1: button, but listen,
0: there are a ton of fantastic shows out there. Here's one you could be missing out on right now. Have you ever wondered what it would be like if your favorite comic book superheroes jumped off the page and onto the silver screen? And then went back in time to before the silver screen so they were only on the radio but then went forwards in time once again to when there were computers and all of a sudden the radio program was on the internet well wonder no more for this is the arrow girl podcast
4: To hear more from our heroic heroine and her gallant gorilla, head to ArrowGirlAdventures.podbean.com.
0: See now, is that so bad? And now on with
3: the show. We we can't stay here. S- someone makes, takes out the note that she had on her. Someone wrote this, and I'm I'm not gonna miss meeting them. I need answers, and I I'm not staying here. Are there any windows to the room
2: we're in?
0: There is. It's not actually intentionally designed as a cell. This is more like a questioning area. Mm.
2: Like, oh,
3: wait a minute. Oh, well, I wonder if you're having the
2: same idea that I'm having.
0: <laughs> Where are Darkonius and Oz, by the way?
3: Oz is on my person. I imagine Darkonius has just been sleeping in my pocket. Is the window barred in any way? Can Darkonius at least get through a window or door
0: or off? I expect it is quite a small window. It's more for light. This isn't a holding cell, so it probably can be opened. It's quite high up and it's about a foot across.
2: By quite how high up? Exactly how high up?
0: High up enough that in order to open it, you would probably either have to have one of the sticks with a hook on the end or stand on something to
4: reach it.
3: What if Scraw gives us a boost?
0: That said, Scraw could probably reach it.
4: (laughs) If we could get to the top part of the window, is it physically possible for a person to slip through? Probably not, because it's
0: only a foot wide.
2: Marim, can you learn me something to write with?
1: I'll take out the ink and parchment.
2: I hastily scrawl a note. What, What is your plan? My plan is to write a note and send ours to find the goblin that was following us.
1: You saw the goblin as well? Yeah. It's rather unusual, wasn't it?
2: Just a little bit. I'm kind of interested in why they were following us in the first place. Yes, I think it probably wanted us to follow it or something. I write that we're stuck in here and also asking why it was following us.
4: Um, Toby, mm-hmm. Toby, um, just to ask, I, I can't just probably teleport out of here.
2: Oh, I'm thinking if any of us suddenly disappear, they're going to be suspicious of us.
4: But I could just teleport back in. I can get the goblin and bring him and teleport back in if needs be.
2: I mean, if you think you can do it without being noticed...
4: That is a problem. It depends where I teleport to, and if I can find that goblin.
2: I mean, I'm not going to stop you if you want to try
4: it. Hmm, is, the guard could come back at any moment and then wonder where on earth I am. Wait, just to reiterate, your sister is apparently the head of this Black Claw company.
1: A marshal? Or former marshal? I guess.
4: If that's the case, could you not simply head to Worm's Claw and get that lieutenant to get us out? Oh, Ogda. Or at least try and use some sort of political sway. Why would they? Although I don't know if they have much, actually, here.
2: That would still require her having to leave without being noticed. Unless she sends Darkonius to do it. We
4: could send um. Darkonius out with us and try and locate something though. sounds about right. Hmm. Or I could just teleport out quickly, ask someone, and then pop back in again.
3: Is there any blanket in the room? Or-
0: no, this is not a cell. This is a an interrogation room. There is a table and chairs, and that's it. We have bedrolls, though, right? Yeah, you do have bedrolls but you were probably going to have to explain why somebody decided to take a nap in the middle of the room, and then probably going to have to explain why they're not there when the guards try and move them to a cell.
2: I'm just going to go with my plan.
4: Maybe may be easier to send a note to Ogda from Black Rock. I think. I don't know if we'd all be able to find this goblin. I don't even know where he is. Well, we know he's at the pub, I suppose, but could he get us out at all? Well,
2: I'm more interested in finding out why they're following us. And if they can get us out. I don't exactly trust these black Claw people, to be honest. Mm. Or are you all forgetting that they were also one of the mercenary companies that were with the cultists?
4: God, you're right.
2: Oz? Mm? Did you notice the goblin that was following us? Yeah, it was really obvious. Okay, do you think you can find them for me? I mean, probably. Okay, uh, tie the note to uh, Oz's leg. Squirrel, can you open that window? Can you reach that window?
0: He stands up and walks over and reaches for it, and he can't quite find the latch, so he takes out his glaive, and he stretches up with it, and tries to pop it open, and he pops the window. Thank you. Uh, I mean, he pops it. The pole of his glaive goes through the window. (laughs) (laughs) Face Loudly breaking it, Glass goes outside, but there is enough room for Oz to get out safely, should he wish to.
2: Yeah, i instruct Oz to leave through the window and find the goblin, and come back.
0: Mix, are you going to send Darconius anywhere?
3: Yes. Darconius is going to the three old kegs. I'm gonna go with him. Sit on the floor and be like, guys, I'll be back. And meditation pose, and off we go.
0: As Mix slumps to the floor against the wall, and Darconius zips out of the window... The door busts open and one of the guardsmen who was left to keep an eye on you all rushes in. What's going on?
2: What are you doing? Why have you smashed a window? We didn't. What's going on? Why is she unconscious? Are you Okay. But, just cal- <laughs> Calm down. Calm get down. It, get in here. Men. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> a goblin and another kobold rush in, weapons drawn, and they demand to know what has happened.
2: Look. <laughs> Okay, like we didn't mean to break the window. We just wanted it to open for, you know, some air, a breeze.
1: It's very stuffy in here.
2: My bare friend tried to open it, but couldn't quite reach and ended up breaking it by accident.
0: Yes, I'm very sorry. It was an accident, and I'm, I'm very clumsy. Sorry.
4: Sorry.
2: What's wrong with her, then? She's very tired. Uh, well, you know, it's been a...
4: She's in mourning. Her sister just died. She doesn't look like she's in mourning. She looks like she's dead.
0: Have some respect. As one of the goblins rushes over to check her pulse. I just try and stand in between. The goblin takes a step back. Look, Fred, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure she's all right. She doesn't look. She doesn't look well.
2: Well, she's had a she's had a tough day. She just found out a lot of very surprising things about her sister, and then
0: shall we get a cleric in here? Does she? Does she need medical?
2: No, no, no. She'll be she'll be fine. Uh, she's probably uh, sh- just fainted. She's she'll well, be that, fine. Well, that
0: that's that's usually the kind of thing that you you need a doctor for.
4: We have a doctor.
0: He's not doing any doctoring.
4: I already have done. Let her be. She's resting.
0: Right. Okay. Um. We'll send someone in to fix that window, but for now, I think we better stay in here with all of you.
1: That's not necessary, really. I think it is.
0: We are going to snap cut to Darkonius, swooshing around the city, diving between walls and zipping around, having a great old time.
3: So, Mix, where are we going? So, we're going to this what I assume is a pub. It's called The Three Old Kegs. I. Okay. Have no idea what it looks like. a lot of pubs
0: here. I can smell the hops
3: everywhere.
2: Oh.
0: As well as really grody river smells.
3: Maybe we should just ask someone. Yeah, I mean, we probably should. Okay, who should we ask? and looking around while soaring in the sky and... and
0: you're hovering over the market square there's a ton of people here there are half orcs there are halflings there are gnomes dragonborns tieflings there are shop owners selling potatoes and flowers and
3: let's go to the shop owner that's selling the flowers
0: the flower stand on the side of the market square is run by a large goliath woman who is holding out a bouquet of rather lovely tropical floral looking flowers
3: Special offer today Two silver for full bouquet Gracefully glide down to sit on the stall and look up at them Shoo! vermin Go! Shoo! Not welcome! Leave! Hey, hey, hey! Watch it!
0: You talk and she freaks out and she tries to hit Arconius with the bouquet.
3: It does, stop, stop that!
0: She smacks him with the bouquet
3: Shoo, beast! Shoo! You leave! I have business. That's fine, fine. Just stop. We're talking beast. Cursed, go. Do you know where Woo. the three old cat is? Go, Fine, fine.
0: <sighs> she keeps swatting at you.
3: <laughs> at this point, it's still in a position that not to be trampled on, but brush off my tiny dragon body. She's some people. She's, she was scary. Yeah, let's, let's try someone a little bit less uh, overwhelming. Okay. How about that gnome over there?
0: Yeah. And you turn and there's this really scarred up looking old gnome with a big beard. Perfect. And he looks super drunk and he's just he slumped against a fountain in the middle of the square.
3: Okay. We're gonna glide over to him.
0: Good Uh
3: excuse me, sir. It's good
0: day for it.
3: Uh would you know where the three old kegs is?
0: Mm, you buy him?
3: I mean I c-
0: use a funny looking dragonborn, but Eh,
3: uh, 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 well, sir. Um, yes,
0: they must breed them small these days.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I was. How old
0: are you? You're not old enough to drink. I uh, am. Um, but, but, uh, I'll let you buy me one.
3: I, okay. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay.
3: I will buy you one later today if you can tell me where I can find the three old kegs.
0: I, I- he starts tapping his nose. He's like, no, nah, no, 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 no. If we go there, then you buy me one. I, I wasn't born yesterday, little dragonborn fella.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. Fine. Just uh, can can you take me there? Sure. Where's where's your mum and dad?
0: Where's, where's your, are you lost? <laughs> are, are they at the three kegs? They got gold?
3: Yes, yes. They are at the three kegs and they have gold. Oh,
0: that's, that's good. I was running a bit low. Let's go then. Okay. Come on, come on. He waves his hands blind drunkenly at you to try and get your hand to walk you safely to the three kegs with him.
3: Instead, what I do is in my tiny little dragon body, I'll just hold on to the edge of his coat.
0: He's a gnome, so he's pretty low to the ground. And I think Darkoius can just about reach if he stands on his hind legs and reaches up with one claw.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's what's happening right now. Oh, all, "'All right, yeah,
0: come come on then, let's go.'" And it's incredibly hard to walk like this, but it's fine because this gnome is so wankered, it's much easier to keep up with him than it should be.
4: Take a of to the old here.'" Yeah.
0: And he does indeed lead you to the three kegs. It takes a good probably 15 minutes or so, but you arrive at the three kegs. Unfortunately, you never saw who gave you this note, and they're looking for mix, "'Probably.'" Okay. You arrive at the three kegs and he turns around. All right. All right. All right. So here we are. And You just show me where Mum and dad are and we'll get them to buy me a nice drink. Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. How about you wait at the bar? Let let me find them because I, I, I need to find them first. And sure, then... sure.
0: Sure. 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 Then he pushes the door open and staggers through.
3: Okay. So as he's going, can I have a look around the room and try and count how many people are there?
0: Okay, so you zip in through the door as he opens it. There are five or six people here. It's quite a nice looking place. There is a group of two dragonborns sitting at one table, trying to enjoy a meal between them. And the gnome grins widely as he sees them and totters over to the bar. There is also a tiefling who is sitting in the back and drinking alone. There is a lizardfolk who is wearing a hood over their head and keeping their drink in close and there is a well-dressed gentleman he is a half-elf and he is having a conversation with somebody in really gaudy looking robes they are a halfling and they are wearing really gaudy looking robes and a really obnoxiously large wizard hat
3: that's the one I'm going to approach first
0: straight up Gandalf you're going to approach the half-elf
3: We're gonna approach the lizard folk instead.
0: How do you approach them?
3: Keeping an eye on the gnome who is no doubt waiting at the bar. Sinking low to the ground and making my way over to a table type booth he's sitting in, carefully not to disturb him, but also not to be too obvious. Crawl up to face him on the table.
0: As you crawl up the table, the lizard folk jerks. Yeah, clear off. Starts looking around, flustered. Ed, Ed, what? Why have you got animals in here? <laughs>
3: Stop. Wait, wait! Ed, you've got talking animals! Ed! Are you in Berlin? Ed! Ed is talking to me! Ed is, is talking animals,
0: don't like it! I just can't. I just got. I, I just. I've had such a long day at work! Come on, Ed! Ed. I can't be dealing with talking animals!
3: A little face palming dragon crawls onto the table.
0: The barman, who is a bugbear, starts walking over his.
3: Okay, Ithk, Ithk! What's the problem? What's the problem, Ithk?
0: He's like, he's talking animals. He's talking animals on, on my table.
3: We're just trying to have a drink.
0: Have you run away at this point? Or?
3: Yes. I am currently under the table, wrapped around the- Under
0: the table that this lizard folk was sitting at? Yes. So you are now blocked off from leaving this area by the bugbear. It was it was,
3: it was right here.
0: Hey, you, you can look around, Ed. This is level talking dragon. And the barman looks at him and looks at the ale that he's drinking. It's only your first one. All right, all right. I'll... Then he starts looking around for you. The barman looks around, and he looks underneath the table. And he looks behind the booth. If, I think, I think I need to cut you off. I'll tell you what, come back tomorrow, and you can have one on the house. But I think maybe, maybe you just need to go home and get some sleep. No, Ed. Ed, no. No, come on. I've had such a long day, Ed. I just, I don't, I just don't want to deal with talking animals, please. No, you've you've got to go home, buddy. He just looks sadly into his drink and he just pushes it away. Fine. Slowly walks out of the bar, head hung low.
3: Well, if he wasn't so judgmental, we wouldn't have a problem.
0: As you are hiding beneath the table and waiting for Ed, the barman, to go away, you hear a fight breaking out on the other side of the bar. Now look, I brought your little child here
3: and he said said you were going to give me a drink. Now, I want my drink! I'm slinking slowly, flattening myself, the teeniest, tiniest pancake pseudo-dragon. What's going on here?
0: The fight gets louder and more
3: obnoxious. If he's heading that way, I will slink away to a different empty table, and still hiding underneath the table, just observing the situation, because clearly... I...
0: You sneak to a table, and the nearest unoccupied table puts you within earshot of the Gandalf-looking halfling and the half-elf, and you can overhear them talking, the halfling saying, I know you said that you would be here, but you really think it's necessary to wait with all this happening? I just think we might be drawing a
3: bit of attention to ourselves, don't you?
0: And you don't catch the response, but the halfling looks cowed by it.
3: Can I make my way to them?
0: You sneak over table to table, The fight appears to be dying down, but mostly because Ed is throwing everyone out.
3: So as that's going on, I'm observing these two and trying to think about which one I should appeal to first. I think the halfling is more likely. Instead of crawling up on their table, I'm going to see if I can get close to his legs and like tug on his cloak. I assume as a wizard, he's wearing one.
0: You tug on his cloak and he kicks nonchalantly without thinking. Gonna
3: do it again, but harder? Tug,
0: tug. He looks down.
3: I'm very curious. Hello. Hello? Um, I I know I don't look right at the moment, but I'm mixed. You
0: look perfectly fine. Don't don't doubt yourself so much. You're a perfectly wonderful looking pseudo dragon. Oh
3: I I mean, yes, I'm I'm I am I am beautiful, I know, but I'm I'm not a pseudo dragon.
0: I'm I'm just Well no, you are? Would you like a therapist? I can I can talk with you
3: if you if you need some help. Um, I I don't need a therapist. I just need to find Imberlin. But you are
0: a pseudo dragon.
3: I'm in a pseudo dragon's body. Yes, yes, I agree. Are you in Berlin?
0: <laughs> I'm I'm in Berlin. Yes.
3: You left a note in my pocket. No, you don't have pockets. No, but okay, my friend does. She's an asimar.
0: You were being crowd-surfed when you were given the note, and you were a hobgoblin when you were being crowd-surfed.
3: My friend at the time wasn't an asimar; She was a hobgoblin, and she's being crowd-surfed. And by the time she was done being crowd-surfed, she noticed a note in her pocket. I see. Does that ring any bells? So why aren't you a pseudo-dragon? Well, at the moment, yes, I'm a pseudo-dragon. But more importantly, the person you gave the note to, along with her friends, is stuck. Ah. They're being held up against their will.
2: I
0: see. By whom? By the watch. Ah, an unfortunate turn of events.
4: Hmm. Well,
0: uh, thank you for this information. Have a nice day.
3: Okay. Can you not help? Or at least tell me why you asked her to meet you here?
0: I believe my note was quite clear.
3: But what what does all this have to do with the fate of Baldur's Gate?
0: Well, my little pseudo-dragon friend, I'm afraid it's not a conversation I'm willing to have with you. Oh, d- uh. Indeed, it isn't a conversation that I was
3: willing to have at all. I need a drink.
0: <laughs> My master here was seeking to speak
3: with your friend and her friends. In that case, I'm going to look at the half-elf.
0: As you try to turn to look, Berlin, snaps his fingers. No, no, focus here. Oi! Look, you go back. Don't oi me. You go back to your friend and tell them you'll be released shortly and you can come along and continue our meeting then, Okay. Fine. You have a nice day now. Or don't. And you see him create a small fireball in his hand.
3: Just turn around and go, humph, and waddle off and make my way out the nearest window.
0: We snap cut back to the jail cell where Oz flies through the window. He looks a little ruffled, but no worse for wear. Well, that was eventful. The little goblin was actually waiting outside. Not outside the building here, but around about where we lost him. I think he thought we would come back. I gave him your message, and he asked if I could relay a message back to you, Um, and I nodded, because he wouldn't write one down. So he told me to tell you to come to the Kalim Jewel Emporium. It's it's a store. It's on the other side of town, I think. Uh, he didn't tell me exactly where, but I think it's quite a walk. He said to meet him there that if you wanted to know the truth about everything that happens and everything that you saw and everything, hmm, wait, too many everythings. He said, if you want to know all the truth, the whole thing, go to there before dusk, before dusk, yes, and that the guild,
2: the guild would be able to help. Mm -hmm. Did he say what the Guild was called? It's called the Guild. Just the Guild? Yes. No name? No. Are you sure you didn't forget? Yes. Okay.
0: He seemed to think that you would know what that was. Hmm. I guess it's quite common here. Whatever the Guild is, I imagine it's, well, seems like the kind of thing that people just know.
2: I wish people would stop assuming that we just know things.
0: Maybe he doesn't know we you in town. Hmm. Or if he does, maybe he assumes we'll just ask someone. Good
2: job. But he seemed kind
0: of shifty, so maybe don't ask the watch.
2: Oh. No, I'm not going to ask these guys standing here suddenly what the guild is. Good job. Yeah.
0: One of them starts trying to flap at Oz. No.
2: Get out of here, filthy bird. Hey, leave my bird alone.
0: Oh, sorry. I didn't I didn't realize he was yours. It's just as well that window was open. <laughs> yeah. We really should get that fixed soon. He didn't hurt himself on the glass, did he? And he wanders over and he puts his hand in a pouch and he pulls something out and holds it up to Oz. Here you go. Pretty bad. Of course, Oz is on your horns and he's a kobold. So he's basically holding up a ration to your crutch.
2: <laughs> so I um, put my hand up for Oz to climb onto my hand instead. Oz does it. Then just lowers him down to kobold height. Mm, free food. You can tell him I'm
0: fine. And he eats the ration. He's fine. And the kobold seems thrilled.
2: He's fine. He didn't hurt himself. That's
0: good. And then Darconius returns also <laughs> shortly afterwards and lands on Mix, I guess. And Mix wakes up. They look around at you all like, what is this, a fucking petting zoo? But they don't say that. They just look very confused. But Mix comes to, and the goblin that was slightly concerned earlier seems relieved that he doesn't actually have to go get a medic and that he's not going to get in trouble for letting one of the captives die You're all reconvening and looking between you at the smaller guardsmen that are with you when Oscar returns to the room. Um, You're all free to go. Thank you for all your patience.
2: Wow, that was quick.
0: The guards look at him confused. Leave. They're free to go. And he just walks out, doesn't say anything further, and leaves the door open for you.
2: I shrug and lead
3: the way out, because I ain't staying here to chat.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Same here.
3: Yeah, Mix is not going to stick around and ask any more questions, so...
1: We should be on our way.
3: Sure. Um,
0: well, uh, if you need anything of the Watch, please feel free to come back. Ask us. We're more than happy to help. We're here for the citizens and the people.
2: We'll be
3: sure to do that. Well, we'll make sure to find you rather than that guy. Pleasure to meet you, ma'am. Sorry about your loss. And Mix salutes to him before turning away
0: glad you're feeling better he salutes back and just stays there saluting you all make your way out of the watch house
2: i wait until we're several feet away and is there any alleys that we can duck down into
0: this is Goldersgate, gate made of alleys
2: I find the empty one and usher the rest to follow me.
1: I follow?
0: Yeah, I'm going with. As discreetly as possible. <laughs> Look around before you slink into the side alley. There doesn't appear to be anybody following you.
2: Okay, so Oz managed to find that goblin that was obviously following us. Oz said that that goblin wants us to go to Duel Emporium and to get there before dusk. And they will tell us the truth of, apparently, everything.
1: <clears throat> Fair enough. Well, we're definitely looking for answers. We definitely
4: have friends in high places, if they can get us out that easily.
2: I'm not sure it was this guy that got us out. Otherwise, I think it would have happened much sooner.
4: Mm, it was fairly soon, though. Mix? can't believe the Black Claw is the same company. It never occurred to me. Me neither.
2: Despite the fact that the symbolism is the same, and they're called the same thing.
3: Mix, what did you find out? Um, that people are useless, and afraid of talking dragons mix is gonna forego mentioning any of the trouble she caused so keep that to herself i found the three old kegs and imberlyn wouldn't speak to me because i wasn't mimi and because you guys weren't there hmm. yes something pseudo dragons. i know it around about what time
0: does it look to be... Somewhere between one and two at this point.
3: I mean, he didn't give me the best impression, but I'd definitely like to actually speak to him before he heads off, so... Okay, so shall we go to this
2: three kegs first, and then to the Kalim Jewel, or should we try and do both of them at the same time?
4: We only have a short period of time to get there, don't we? <laughs>
2: to the Calum Jewel, we have until dusk.
3: Dusk is around seven-ish?
0: He's expecting you there before six.
3: So, shall we split up and do both. I want at least one person with me to go back to
1: see Berlin.
4: I don't think any of us should go and investigate the uh, Worm Rock. That Black Claw is that company. I definitely don't want to be in the hands of anyone who might recognize us.
1: Ah, yes. Ogda did request our presence. But are you saying we should not make that one of our priorities?
2: Well, I'm interested in going to this Kalim Duel and the Emporium and finding out from them what they know. I don't mind if I go alone or
3: if anyone comes with me. Mix is solely focused on getting back to the pub. Hmm. What about
4: you, Murren? Which one would you prioritize?
1: I would probably want to talk to the commander, but I feel that Mix would also like to be there if she had anything to say about Trail.
4: Well, I'm interested in the Emporium.
0: Mix, would you be interested in going to speak to the marshal afterwards?
3: After, sure.
4: So in that case, Murren
0: and Doomsinger can go with Mix... And Scraw and Urbach can go with Toby.
3: Yep, sounds good. (laughs) Hmm. Where is it? The statue. We can meet back at the statue of Treyon.
2: Sounds like a good idea. That sounds like a plan. I think that's a landmark we're all familiar with. It's the perfect place to meet up. You all
0: group up and head your separate ways to your mysterious meetings with your informants. And that's all we had time for this week. Join us next time for Episode 6, Curious Encounters. And in the meantime, head over to our Patreon on patreon.com forward slash darkdragonsin, where you can unlock a host of reward content for as little as $1 a month. Until next time, travel safe. And remember, in this realm or the next, the scales of justice are here for you. Always. Always.